Today we open with the reading of Jesus' triumphant entrance into Jerusalem. Crowds laid cloaks and branches, essentially giving him the red carpet treatment. We waved palms, singing the praises of Jesus. Glory and honor to you, our Redeemer King. Then during the Passion, we were all shouting, let him be crucified. But it's not till after the crucifixion that we come to the realization this truly was the Son of God. It didn't take long for mob mentality to change our congregation's view on Jesus. It's hard to resist the flow of the crowd. Today we have an example from one person who was a close friend of Jesus, and even he struggled to be loyal when confronted by the crowd. At the Last Supper, Jesus predicted that the disciples would deny knowing him. Peter speaks up defiantly and assures Jesus he would never deny him. But Jesus tells Peter exactly how and where his denial will take place. The Sanhedrin was falsely accusing Jesus. Peter watched at a distance to see the outcome. A maid came up to him and said, you also were with Jesus of Galilee. He denied it before them all. I don't know what you're talking about. Peter feared being known as a follower of Jesus. He thought he could blend in with the crowd. How often do we try to fit in with a group that might not be receptive to our beliefs? We tell ourselves, if I don't talk about my faith, they will never know. Peter probably thought he was in the clear, but another girl saw him and said to the people there, this fellow was with Jesus of Nazareth. He denied it again with an oath, I do not know the man. As Peter watched Jesus being ridiculed and beaten, he knew that might also be his fate if he admitted who he was. So he not only denied Christ, he claimed he never knew him. After a little while, those standing there went up to Peter and said, surely you're one of them. Your accent gives you away. He began to curse and swore to them, I don't know the man. Peter was a fisherman before coming to Christ and most likely had a crude vocabulary when out fishing with the guys. With fear and anxiety pounding in his heart, the old Peter emerged, cursing and swearing in his denial of ever knowing this man. Then the cock crowed. And Peter wept. In times of worry or anger, our old self can emerge. Words and actions we thought we had long buried arise and overtake our new self in Christ. Do we feel remorse and make a resolution to pray that God will help us through our temptations? The world isn't as accepting of Catholic or even Christian values as it once was but we can't let that change or weaken our position in Christ. Like Peter, we need to cry for forgiveness as we make amends to God and those we've offended. To Peter's credit, he did follow Jesus after the arrest, but kept his distance because he feared for his own life. Peter, underestimating his own weakness and even cowardice, he shrugged off Jesus' warning instead of humbly spending time in prayer 
and remaining watchful for the signs of Satan separating him from Christ. It's easy to be bold and courageous for the Lord when we're among peers. The true test of our faith is that we act the same in all circumstances. It's puzzling how often we're more concerned about offending others than we are about defending Jesus. So how have you come to know this man who creates so much emotion in us? In our Lenten book that we have, Rediscovering Jesus, in chapter 36, it, it discusses the biggest lie in Catholicism, that holiness is not possible. We may think holiness is for medieval saints or even our grandma, but it's not for us. Our world has infected us with the belief that Jesus is not relevant today. If we believe this lie, we do not know Jesus. So how do we become holy? We become holy by growing in our Catholic faith through studying God's holy word, attending mass, prayer, and receiving the sacraments. We become holy by being the person God created us to be and by doing God's will. We need to know that holiness is possible today so that when we're asked if we know him, we can say, truly, this is the Son of God.